Today is Monday, July 10th, 2023. Corporate media turns on Joe Biden as Trump dominates the weekend at UFC. Welcome like a conquering hero. Hunter Biden's plea hearing could be delayed as whistleblower allegations blow up the sweetheart corrupt deal from the Biden GDOJ. And Garrett Ziegler, the chief investigator of Hunter Biden's laptop, the Marco Polo Association, joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. If you care about the work that we do here, if you care about the brigade, if you care about the salty army, if you care about our movement, ladies and gentlemen, why haven't you joined the Benny Brigade? You got to get up there and join the Benny Brigade. Hop on to BennyJohnson.com slash brigade. Go there today. Become a member. Become a subscriber and support us. If you support this mission, support the show and get exclusive bonuses and benefits, exclusive opportunities to see behind the scenes, ask questions to our VIP guests and meetups along with baby therein, the official Benny Brigade swag. It's going to be a sick, thick, piece of American leather made by the hands of Americans and veterans and right here in the United States of America, the American flag. It's going to be stamped right on your hot little keychain and every member is going to get one of these babies. Every single member of the Benny Brigade is going to get one sent in the mail from yours truly. So you know, ladies and gentlemen, when you pull up in your whip outside of Chick-fil-A or Sam's Club or wherever you may be, you see one of these babies, you'll be like, that's my boy. You remember the brigade. You remember the army. Get in there. It's been a wonderful, triumphant success. We thank all of you who are members. And this is how you keep us cancel culture free by supporting our work. So thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we had quite a weekend, quite an interesting weekend. So first off, let's go to our special camera. I can't believe this is real. Let's go to our special camera that we had set up on the Delaware beaches. Okay, on the beaches, I'm going to show you something that is going to terrify you. You are going to see how lax security is at nursing homes in the state of Delaware. You are going to see that residents of nursing homes who clearly are suffering from late stage onset dementia can escape and can find themselves nearly naked wandering the beach. Here, put up the footage, Royce. This is terrifying stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, terrifying. Get that. Somebody. So Jill, come get your boy. Jill, come get your boy. Come on. Oh, please. Oh, no. Don't let, oh, don't let him wander around. Oh, no. Oh, please. Don't let him wander around. Oh, no. What is he doing? Somebody help the man. This is Joe Biden. You can see the uh, man boobs there on Joe Biden, uh, floppity and flimsy and pale and flaccid and uh, feeble. Joe Biden burning in the sun on a beach in his home state and not a single person goes and says hi to him. Not a single person says hello. Nobody even cheers when Joe Biden inexplicably wanders around nearly naked on a beach, flabby gut and all, skeletal, pale, feline, ugh, trying to 
locking himself out of his iPhone. Oh, man. Okay. So that is who they say is the president of the United States. Who's the real president here? That's the question that we have to ask. Who's the real president here? Because there's only one man this weekend that was actually acting like a real president. And what do I mean by that? The president's more than just the the individual who occupies 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, okay? The president is a vibe. It's an energy. It's a movement. The president is a office that represents all of us, that represents this nation, that represents our energy, our people, the mood of the country. There was only one man who actually acted like a president this weekend and didn't act like an escaped dementia patient. It's this man. Check this out. That's Donald Trump walking into UFC 290 in Paradise Valley, Nevada. Donald Trump walked in to the UFC to 50,000 people cheering and screaming his name. Welcome like a conquering hero. Always talked about on the UFC broadcast as President Trump, the president is here. Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, walking in. Also meeting with the most powerful man in all of media. Check this out. Okay, so that was Joe Rogan, the most listened to man in the world, the most listened to man on the planet. Even when Tucker Carlson was on Fox in his prime, nobody pulls down more listeners than Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan there getting the alpha move from Trump, walking over, shaking his hand, saying, hey, maybe we should do a podcast together. I'd be all for it. I'm sure you'd be all for it. It's not the only person that Donald Trump met. Guy Fieri also, Donald Trump. Have all the votes been counted in Flavortown? meeting Guy Fieri. Mel Gibson as well met with Donald Trump. Mel Gibson has been on a publicity tour for Sound of Freedom, a movie that I hope that you go see, a very important movie about child sex trafficking. The elites do not want you to see it. People in Hollywood don't want you to see it. I wonder why. I really. It makes me wonder. It makes you think. Why exactly would our elites not want you to see a movie about the billion-dollar industry of child sex trafficking. That's Mel Gibson there. It's the man with sort of the grizzly beard and the the hair. We've been looking for a better photo of this. This is obviously a private meetup. Maybe this person wasn't supposed to take the photo in the first place, but maybe they're talking about Sound of Freedom. Donald Trump did a lot to combat child sex trafficking. You know the number one way you could combat child sex trafficking? Close the damn border. If you want more child sex trafficking, open the border. uh, uh, I'll show you a clip here in just a moment of Joe Biden getting the... uh, A big old sniff of a small and scared, unassuming child. Predator Joe Biden struck again, ladies and gentlemen. So we have two different visions of America on display this weekend. We don't do the show on the weekend. We did put up the clips, but we wanted to sort of recap what happened this weekend. And we haven't even gotten really to the most devastating thing uh, that happened to Joe Biden this weekend, which is the New York Times, The Atlantic, and Axios all turning against Biden, demanding resignations, leaking damaging information, and humiliating Biden in front of the entire country. But this is more of a philosophical question that I wish to ask you this morning. To the members of the brigade, to the people who care about this nation, who do you wish 
to represent your country? What country do you live in? Which man? Because the office of the presidency is not about one man. It is about a movement. It is about us as a nation. What do we wish to reflect to the rest of the world? What image do we wish to project of ourselves to the rest of the world? Which man represents you? That's my question for you this morning. Which individual in these clips I'm about to play for you side by side represents your America, the America that you wish to have your grandchildren live in? Watch. So, oh, we got the man. And as you might expect for International Fight Week, a lot of people are in the building, uh, but no one needs more security than the former president of the United States, obviously a really good friend of Dana White. Oh, my word. I mean, listen, he's a massive, massive fighter. I mean, that just shows how big this event is. Which one? It's a question. Who is the president? Who is the president? Again, this is not a question of which warm body occupies 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. This is a question of who do we represent as a nation? How do we as people choose our leaders? What movement, what momentum, what energy, what vibe, what personification of America do we wish to have representing us? An old man who clearly has way too much estrogen in his diet and has man boobs? He looks like a he looked like a beached dead carp is what this looks like. Skeletal. There it is. My God. There it is. Is that what you want representing this country? Look at that. Solid C cup. Man, all the plastic hair and the plastic teeth. No, no, that's not it, baby. That's not it. That's not where the energy is. That's not us. That's not this nation. We can do better. And you know what? It's not just you who believes that. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, there is a concerted effort currently in this very moment from all aspects of this nation, including the elements of this nation that have propped up this regime and that old estrogen filled man, that old diseased fossil, they have begun to turn on that man, realizing, of course, not because they have had some type of moral clarity strike them, but because they've realized that that old diseased fossil cannot win against Trump, against our energy, against the energy of the people, that there's only so much breaking of our systems. There's only so much bending that you can do. There's only so much rigging that you can do in our system to prevent a man like Donald Trump from winning the presidency again. And so they are in panic mode. And this is what panic mode looks like. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Times published this article this weekend. It's seven grandkids, Mr. President, excoriating Joe Biden for his abuse of his granddaughter. This is a not an illegitimate granddaughter. This is a biological granddaughter. Navy Joan Roberts is her name. She lives in Arkansas. And I have a little piece of uh, advice for the Trump campaign. I am close with people in Trump world. I have a lot of friends. Trump's former digital director was in was in, in visiting the show last week. I'm not an advisor. I don't get paid or anything. I'm not like an advisor. I don't have any of it. This is my official job. Okay. I don't have any official job with Trump. Okay. 
I'm just going to give him some friendly advice, okay? I have a piece of advice for Donald Trump as it pertains to the debates that presumably Donald Trump, were he were all the polls to be correct and Donald Trump will cruise through the Republican uh, primary process here, if the polls are indeed correct, then I have a piece of advice for Donald Trump. When you take the stage with Joe Biden, a man who has refused to acknowledge the existence of his own grandchild, a man whose entire persona that we are about to destroy here, his entire persona, and wait till we get the Axios piece about how Joe Biden rages and screams and yells at staff, how he physically and mentally humiliates and abuses and verbally abuses them. Wait till we get to that article. We ain't there yet. Oh, and The Atlantic is straight up calling for Joe Biden's resignation. I'll get you that article. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden has refused to acknowledge his granddaughter. This was a, a child that Hunter Biden sired. He's refused to acknowledge this beautiful girl. Do you know that the Bidens put up a stocking for their dog and not for this beautiful child of God, regardless of what a degenerate piece of filth he, the father happens to be? That this child is a child of God and deserves to have acknowledgement of her existence from her grandparents who are Jill and Joe Biden, whose entire marriage, by the way, is a scam. I cannot repeat it enough. Jill was the babysitter. Joe Biden was married. Jill Biden was married. They cheated on their spouses with each other. That's how their relationship got started. Don't believe any of this happy horse crap. These are all lies. My entire fan, like my entire wife's side of the family is in Delaware. Everyone knows this. Wicked. Hunter Biden's out-of-wedlock daughter kept off of White House Christmas display. They'll put up a stocking for the dog, but not for the child. Just letting you know who these people are. It is important to let America know because the carefully crafted facade that Joe Biden is some sweet, tender, kindly old grandfather, no, don't work. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Times is saying it's seven grandchildren, Mr. President, turning on Joe Biden and one of his most vulnerable positions. And this is a vulnerable position because it shows what a deep, cretinous monster he actually is. Cheat on his own children's mom with the babysitter. That's the kind of man that Joe Biden is. All right. So let me make a, a piece of advice to Donald Trump just very quickly here. Donald Trump. When you're on the stage with Joe Biden and you're debating him once more, all right, here's what you do. You put Navy Joan Roberts and her beautiful mother in the front row. No one will be able to stop what's coming. You say, Joe Biden, I want you to, uh, I want you to take a moment here and meet someone who's very special to me. It's your granddaughter, Joe. You bring this beautiful child up on stage with you. You bring this beautiful child up on stage, Donald Trump, hold, hold her, pick her up, hold her up for all the kids to see. Trump's done this before at, at uh, events. Hold up that beautiful granddaughter, hold this girl up and say, hey, Joe, I want you to meet your granddaughter. You've never met her. You don't even acknowledge her existence. This is Navy Joan Roberts. 
She's your biological granddaughter, Joe. Would you like to say hi to her? You put up a stocking for the dog, Joe, but not for her. Man, you, Donald Trump would win 40 states if he did that. And that sweet, this sweet girl, this sweet girl, well, not doxing anyone. This is a, this is a publicly available photograph. Obviously, the family's been photographed in and out of the courtroom. We love this girl. We love all children. We love these children. We want them to be acknowledged and respected. The, the, the disease, the real monsters are the Bidens. We want this child to get alimony. We want this child to have respect and decency. And that's what Donald Trump should do. Hold this girl up and look Joe Biden in the eye and go, hey, Joe, you have anything to say to the granddaughter that you refuse to acknowledge and watch Joe Biden pr probably have a stroke? What do you think? What do you think? What would Joe Biden do? You can see what Joe Biden does when he meets other people's kids. Boy, Joe Biden doesn't have any problem being uh, cozy and comfortable with other people's kids, just not his own granddaughter, you see. Just not his own granddaughter. Joe Biden's nothing but touchy-feely, sniffy with random babies. Like this creepy clip that surfaced this weekend from an event on Friday happened after the show, so we couldn't play it for you. Watch. Let me whisper a secret. Don't tell mommy what I told you. Mm, got it. So when you see Joe Biden, when you see Joe Biden with his cell phone on the beach, yeah, just know that's Joe Biden just getting locked, locked out of his account. Joe Biden doesn't have any clue how the cell phone works. Joe Biden leans in to sniff and to intrude and to uh, engage. In I'll call. I'll say it. I'll say it. This is what the Benny Brigade, this is what the Benny Brigade is for. Okay, I'll say it. Predator behavior with these children. Predator, predatory behavior with these children. Joe Biden has no problem sniffing, grabbing hold of any other kid, except for his own granddaughter, who he refuses to acknowledge. So Donald Trump, piece of advice from me, via the New York Times, which published this article, and they deserve great credit for it. The headline of the article again. Please go read it. I'll never tell you to go read the New York Times. You should read this article. It's seven grandchildren, Mr. President. Devastating. Devastating article. Devastating. Uh, a line from the article. The president's cold shoulder and heart is counter every message that he sent for decades and is out of sync with the America he wants to lead. Yikes. Oh, man. Oh, man. They're calling this old diseased cretin this old bastard out good for them and donald trump should do it too to his face watch this ladies and gentlemen this is what donald trump should do in part look at how great trump is with little kids like this on the campaign trail a glorious clip from the archives watch do you want to go back do you want to go back to them or do you want to stay with donald trump trump Isn't that great? Just great. Just, just amazing. Just amazing, ladies and gentlemen. So Joe Biden is getting it from all sides. It doesn't stop at the New York Times. It continues from this morning. Old Yeller. Biden's private fury from Axios. Ooh, man. This one's great. In public, President Biden likes to whisper to make a point. <sighs> 
Joe Biden, always whispering creepily in the microphone. In private, he's prone to yelling. Behind closed doors, Biden is such a quick trigger temper that some aides try and avoid meeting with him alone. Some take a colleague as a shield against a solo blast. The president's admonitions include GD, how the F don't you know this? Don't effing BS me. I, I have to I have to censor myself on this show. I try as hard as I can not to not to curse. I've been prone to curse as well, but hey, let me tell you what. There's a family show, okay? Everyone has everybody has uh, their own things to deal with. I do not curse on this show. I try as hard as I can. Get the F out of here. I it's gonna be hard to read this article on this show. We try to do a family show. We also like obviously don't want to drop a bunch of F-bombs or a bunch of GDs or a bunch of BSs on the show. According to current and former Biden aides who have witnessed and been on the receiving end of such outbursts, why it matters? The private eruptions paint a more complicated picture of Biden as a manager and president than his carefully cultivated image of a kindly old uncle who loves aviator sunglasses and ice cream. Some Biden aides think the president would be better off to occasionally display his temper in public. Oh, really? Zoom in. Senior and low-level aides alike can be in Biden's line of fire. No one is safe, said administrative officials. What? There is no question that Biden's temper is for real. It may not be as volcanic as Bill Clinton's, but it's definitely there, says Chris Whipple, author of Fight of His Life Inside Joe Biden's White House. Wow. Joe Biden's uh, temper comes off as a form of angry interrogations rather than erratic tantrums. He grills aides on topics until it's clear they don't know the answer to the question or routinely snaps as people at people stump the chump or stump the dummy. Biden yelled at yelled at by the president being yelled at correction by the president has become an internal initiation ceremony at the White House, aides say. If Biden doesn't yell at you, it could be a sign he doesn't respect you. Oh, interesting. Well, let's have a look. Have we seen these momentary outbursts before? Yeah, we absolutely have. Joe Biden dropped the F-bomb on camera before. Joe Biden has called Fox News's Peter Ducey who I would contend is one of the best reporters in America, a stupid son of a bitch on camera. Hi, how am I saying it? I don't want to swear on the show. I just got to say it because that's what the man said. Go. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Yeah. What a stupid son of a bitch. Joe Biden says, Hmm. Okay. So maybe, uh, maybe that's, maybe that's all we got for this weekend. Maybe that's it, right? Uh, wrong. In fact, the Atlantic, which is the most left, it's owned by Steve Jobs's hyper liberal su Democrat super donor widow run by the most pretentious left-wing elites in the country. The Atlantic, you probably never read it because they have never published anything worth reading, nothing that would appeal to you, nothing that is populist, nothing that anyone would really care about, except for the billionaire class that prints articles in The Atlantic in order to talk to other billionaires. That's what The Atlantic is for. Yo, they just published an article saying, you got to get out of here. I cannot believe it. Talk about a hat trick. 
against Joe Biden. Step aside, Joe Biden. The president has no business running for office at the age of 80. Holy smokes. Ladies and gentlemen, rip your face off. Rip your face off. Joe Biden has no business running. I'll just read you a really short passage here. Joe Biden has no business running for president at 80. I say this with considerable feelings being in my late 60s, knowing that my 70s are not far off. But I know that at this stage, I do not have the energy I had a decade ago. I forget more things. And if my body does not hurt when I wake up in the mornings, a little voice in my head asks whether I am dead or don't know it yet. They go off on Joe Biden as effectively being too old. Joe Biden is 80. If he gets reelected, he'll be 86 by the time his term expires. He will have spent an entire the end at the end of that time, nearly half a century as a senator, vice president or president. Positions all calculated to inflate one's self-image. As president, he has surrounded himself with former age and dutiful technocrats, no peers who can look him straight in the eye and say, gravitas born of experience and self-confidence, Mr. President, I profoundly disagree. This is particularly striking now. And then they go on and destroy (laughs) Vice President Kamala Harris. Unfortunately, Vice President Kamala Harris, who has the resume but seemingly not the political skills or heft to be compelling presidential candidate, is a weak backfill. Moreover, if history is any guide in an ailing, declining president, does not simply say, you're right, Doc, it's time for me to hand over the reins to the V. Yikes. They're turning on him. They are turning on him. The organs have decided that Joe Biden has got to go. This is a, this is going to be a wild time. This is going to be a very, very interesting time. I'm going to to fill you in on what I think comes next here, ladies and gentlemen, in just a moment. There is something that we know is happening right now, which is, quite frankly, a uh, shocking level of decrepit degeneracy inside of the uh, Biden regime that has led to a couple of very bad things in our country, but especially inflation. Inflation is something that is going to cripple our economy for a very, very long time. They're looking towards the end of 2030, 2030, to finally see inflation wane back to where it was in the Trump era. So Joe Biden has already done multi-generational damage to our country. This is why you need to invest in gold. You need to, at the very least, diversify. Do it with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, Allegiance Gold has the top rating in the business. I talk about them all the time. The reason I do is because Allegiance Gold literally sits in my safe at my home. They're incredible people. They're patriots. They love this country. And they know that America was a better country when they had gold-backed dollars. Now they're going to create a new system of currency called the BRICS system that's going to be backed by gold. Countries are hoovering up gold at crazy amounts. Why? Because you need to have your currency backed by something. Debt-based economies don't work out in the long run. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to Allegiance Gold today, you'll get $5,000 in free silver with qualifying purchase. Go to protectwithbenny.com today. Protectwithbenny.com today. There is a link in the description. Somebody who should have uh, potentially considered protecting himself with like a walker is Joe Biden. Joe Biden is in England as of this very second right now. Joe Biden's in England. Joe Biden 
had to use King Charles's arm in order to get around England. I kid you not. Check out this insane clip from England right now. This is a man, Joe Biden, who is one walking like a robot through the country, unable to stand on his own two feet, and then had to grab and grapple with the, the arm of the, the English king effectively. What a world we've lived in. What a world we've lived in since the American Revolution, July 4th, not even a week ago, where now a United States president needs to lean on an English king in order to even stand. What a disgrace. Don't you just hate how much they've embarrassed us? God, I really do. I really, really do. Watch this clip. Joe Biden is confused in England. He's wobbling around, uh, on, uh, in, 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 incapable of knowing or standing on any protocol, knowing where he's going. Check this out. This man cannot function. He cannot function. He was asked directly in an interview that played on CNN whether he plans on stepping aside, like the Atlantic article is demanding him do. Check this out. But many of these people do say, and these are ardent supporters of yours, the next thing he should do is step aside and let another generation of Democrats take the baton. Why are they wrong? Uh, well, let me say, not right or wrong. Uh, it's, uh, look, to use the phrase again, I think we're at an inflection point. I think the world is changing, and I think I, uh, there is one thing that comes with age if you've been honest about it your whole life, and that is some wisdom. So what does that mean? There it is. That's the one. Good. There it is. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this the, the the Joe Biden visit to England is happening live right now. So we want to make sure that you, of course, are always up to date with the uh, with the most accessible clips. And uh, this is the this is one you got to see of Joe Biden wobbling in to meet the king and unable to know, unable, of course, to like stand and to walk on his own. Check this. Out. I mean, this is like this is such devastating and embarrassing stuff to our country. There's no other way. I mean, you just hang your head, hang your head. The founders, American founders are sitting there going, my God, what, like, what, what did we even, what did we even stage a revolution for? The American president has to lean on an English king to walk. Go. Oh my God. Oh, it's hard to watch. Oh, it's really hard to watch, actually. So Joe Biden, um, war criminal. I mean, how many more things we got? This was such a busy weekend. Like we, like we, we couldn't keep up this weekend. We like stopped. I mean, every weekend we like stop running into the studio. Like I couldn't keep up. I was effectively should have just slept here. Joe Biden was asked if he's a war criminal this weekend. Did you see this on CNN? Oh, you should have. Joe Biden was asked if he's a war criminal because Joe Biden is now giving cluster munitions to Ukraine. This is, of course, uh, munitions that are banned under the Geneva Convention. So, so Fried Zakaria, to I guess his credit on CNN, of all things, in this mewling, like bootlicking interview, is like, "Hey, yo, uh, are you a war criminal for giving banned munitions to Ukraine?" Important stuff. Check it out. Um, the, the the news is that the administration is going to provide 
cluster munitions to uh, the Ukrainians. These are weapons that 100 nations ban, including some of our closest NATO allies. Uh, when there was news that the Russians might be using it, admittedly, against civilians, your then press secretary said this might be to constitute war crimes. What made you uh, change your mind and decide to give them these weapons? Two things, Fred, and it was a very difficult decision on my part. Uh, and by the way, I discussed this with our allies, discussed this with our friends up on the hill. And uh, we're in a situation where Ukraine continues to be brutally attacked across the board by munitions, by these cluster munitions that are have dud rates that are very, very low. I mean, very high. Huh? What? What are you talking about? The hell, what the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, you can't you can't walk without holding on to the king of England. Joe Biden in England, let's throw the one with the prime minister with him doing tea. Joe Biden doing tea with the prime minister in England, walking like a robot, coming to go meet this guy. Again, we we love all of you. There's a there's a news show. We're gonna, if there's breaking news right now, we'll load it up. We'll do the show live. We'll do it live. So embarrassing. So so embarrassing. I, I, it's. It's hard because I'm tired of being embarrassed. This is why we started with the Trump clips on the show. I'm tired of being embarrassed as an American. I'm tired of looking out into what the regime is doing and being embarrassed as an American. All right, Royce is telling me the clip the clip ain't up. So, all right, we're moving uh, we're moving uh, along, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, to I think something that is maybe the most important article of the day. Potentially the most important article and asset of the day, which is that the DOJ has now delayed this Hunter Biden sweetheart deal. What is this about? Oh, man, this proves that we are winning. This proves that we are winning and that we are having the effect. You got that one, Royce? There, Danny just sent it. I just want before we move on to this, I just I have to show you this. I have to show you because you, ha- you have to see you have to see it to believe it, like how America is being humiliated abroad. You have to see it to believe it. This is Joe Biden walking up, meeting the prime minister of England. I'm sorry. I just like I can't believe these clips when they cross my news feed. I, I ha- before we move on to this, because they're, they're apparently going to d- delay the sweetheart deal. You have to see how you are being represented abroad. As Americans, you need to internalize this. This is Joe Biden walking like a robot up to meet the prime minister of England at 10 Downing Street, historic, obviously historic place. Joe Biden walking like a robot, uh, feeble, barely able to stand. Watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, let it not be let it be said that we are a news show and that we will bring you these clips. These are this is happening live. Okay, effectively, the best we can do is to load these things live and to get you the news so that you can see it with your own two eyeballs. It is our responsibility to do that. This country is a complicated country, but at the very least, as Margaret Thatcher said, using an English English uh, tome here, uh, England is be- England and Europe is. A countries are, let me say the quote correctly, England and Europe are countries that are built on history. America is a country that's built on philosophy. 
And at the, so at the very least, America should be a country that is built philosophically on some principles, like we have no kings, like we have no royalty, we have no oligarchy, we have no privilege. When you see Joe Biden here leaning on the king of England, uh, un in, unable to walk, you have to see the degeneration of what's happening in this country live. He has to hold on. Look at look at King Charles doing like putting his arm back so that Joe Biden can walk. Jo like King Charles being like, why don't you walk up? No. Why are you saluting? Why is Joe Biden saluting? Another country's general. You're not supposed to do that, you asshat. Saluting another country's military. He can't walk. Oh, it's so embarrassing. So part of the uh, point of America not having an oligarchy is that, well, there's supposed to be rules that bind all of us together. There's supposed to be rules that we all decide together are going to rule, govern this nation. And that there's going to be no princelings. There's going to be no people who are going to be outside of the bounds of those rules. That is why this is such an important story, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden's plea deal could be delayed as Justice Department considers firestorm of sweetheart deal allegations by whistleblowers and claims that Attorney General Merrick Garland lied to Congress about tax probe. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. So apparently the judge is not on board with this deal. Now, we've been covering this ad nauseum. Hunter Biden, who should be facing the rest of his life in prison based on what he did, should be facing the electric chair based on what he did because he's a traitor. They were traitors to this country. Call it what it is. They're traitors to the nation. Hunter Biden should be facing the electric chair. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he just got a teeny little slap on the wrist. Now, we had we had every pro we had Cash Patel. We had Brett Tolman. We had everyone, all these federal prosecutors coming on the show telling us what what other people would have gotten. We had we had lawyers for rappers coming on the show telling us what their clients got when they had a drug charge and a gun charge together. Years in prison, didn't matter how much wealth you had, didn't matter if you were Wesley Snipes, Kodak Black. But if you're Hunter Biden, not only do you get just the sweetheart deal, you don't do any prison time. You also get to go to parties at the White House the same night you plead guilty with the attorney general. Sorry, no yelling. So what does this mean? Well, this means that the judge ain't down with this little sweetheart deal. This means that we're winning because we are ringing the bell so hard on this issue that they're backing off. The DOJ official says the department is discussing delaying Hunter Biden's plea hearing following a firestorm of sweetheart deal allegations. And now Congress probing the Biden crime family. On July 26, a federal judge is set to decide whether to accept the first son's plea deal with prosecutors over two tax misdemeanors. Republican lawmakers are calling the judge Marlene Norteca to toss out the slap on the wrist sweetheart deal entirely, while whistleblowers from the IRS who investigated Hunter five years ago said that he could instead have been charged with far more serious tax crimes. This is now delaying the finalization of the deal. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Miranda Devine, who's been the best at the reporting on all of this, had this to say over the weekend on Fox. There are new reports, Miranda, that say that the Justice Department might actually delay Hunter's sweetheart plea deal. Uh, we're hearing it's an effort to allow more time for prosecutors to respond to records requests. 
The sweetheart deal, are they responding? Is that what it is, waiting for records requests? Or have they heard the backlash and said, well, maybe this is a deal that can't fly? Look, I don't think they care about the public backlash. Um, I, I would have thought that the only reason that they would delay this is because they had some inkling that the judge might have misgivings and either send them back to the drawing board or, you know, she's, it's within her power to create her own sentence. Um, I, I think that they're, they're, you know, the DOJ and Hunter Biden's lawyers are very satisfied with the deal they've arrived at after five years, this little slap on the wrist. Um, and so they're not going to jeopardize that by delaying it unless they feel that the judge is not going to be on board. Is the judge not on board with this? No reasonable judge should be. It's obvious what would happen to, of course, anyone else if they were a traitor to this nation, if they did what the Bidens did. But I would say that perhaps this is a turning point. Does this turning point reflect the national agenda, the button that has suddenly been pushed that says you are allowed to turn on Joe Biden, Axios, the New York Times, the Atlantic, the stenographers for the regime. These people are now publishing that Joe Biden should resign, that he's not acknowledging his grandkids. They're leaking on him. His administration is leaking that he's a monster behind the scenes. That his carefully crafted image publicly is not what he actually is. Now, they've all known this. Who carefully crafted Joe Biden's image? The press. So the press are now turning on Biden. Biden's own DOJ are turning on Biden. Joe Biden's not campaigning. Joe Biden isn't spending any money. What's going on here? What's actually going on here? Ladies and gentlemen, check out what the Republican Congress is about to do to Joe Biden. Uh, Jason Smith talking about the DOJ needing to answer a number of very important questions. And Afterwards, I'll tell you what I think is going to go down in the coming days. Um, and, 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 you know, the AG says he had complete authority to oversee the Hunter Biden investigation. He says now he did not have the authority. That's exactly right. That is what we're waiting on right now. We gave we we've asked for over a dozen different individuals from the Department of Justice, the FBI, the Secret Service and the IRS to come before the House Judiciary Committee Ways and Means and Oversight by July 13th to to voluntarily come before us so that we can we can ask some questions in regards to that July 7th meeting. Those two um, whistleblowers that came before highlighted in that July 7th meeting that the Delaware prosecutor said that he could not bring charges of Hunter Biden into the District of Columbia. And he also asked for a special counsel and was denied. But then you have the attorney general of the United States testifying before Congress saying an absolute opposite statement. So someone is lying and we have to figure out who is. Well, who's lying? In fact, it's probably only the whistleblowers who are telling the truth at this point. And soon, ladies and gentlemen, we will have one of the greatest investigators into the Biden crimes joining our program of the Marco Polo Association, Garrett Ziegler, the most profound and successful investigator of Biden crimes in America. The man who has done the full scale investigation into every crime in the Biden laptop and actually sent me an entire copy of the Biden laptop printed out this weekend. We're going to talk through it in just a moment. But there is a story that is so peculiar, so interesting, so strange that you have to just sit back and 
wonder at it. Gail Luft, an Israeli citizen who has been accused of all manner of crimes by the American Department of Justice, went missing and then popped up once more with a detailed video explaining the Biden's racketeering and crimes abroad. This man was involved. This man is now blowing the whistle on his former taskmasters. This man is an international citizen, will get nothing by coming forward and simply wants to protect the rest of us from the crime family that is the Bidens. Ron Johnson is saying he needs to give immunity. He will be giving immunity to Gail Luft to testify. This is damning stuff, watch. When he heard that Joe Biden was going to be running for president, that alarmed him because he knew how compromised Joe Biden would be. So he met with two prosecutors from the Southern District of New York and four FBI agents in Brussels for two days in March of 2019. What's interesting about those individuals, one of the prosecutors from the Southern District of New York is the same prosecutor that prosecuted Patrick Ho, the, the money launderer that paid Hunter Biden a million dollars to defend him. And in that trial, he prevented the name of Biden's from being brought into court. Also, one of the FBI agents was the same agent then that signed the subpoena from the Hunter Biden laptop. So, you know, what what uh, Mr. Dr. Luft has shown is the same financial transactions, the, the millions of dollars, the, the $100,000 per month retainer for Hunter, $65,000 for James Biden, paid by CEFC. He's got a wealth of information, but they never followed up on that meeting. Instead, they arrested him in Cyprus to silence him. They could have gone to Israel. He resides in Israel. We have extradition treaties, but they instead arrest him in Cyprus. Now, he, he's literally fleeing for his life right now. He, he's he's on the run. Uh, he's an important witness. He needs to be granted immunity to be able to testify and tell his story. Oh, OK. So a dude who's an Israeli citizen who's accused of being an arms dealer comes forward. We played you his tape, it's incredible, comes forward, goes missing, then comes forward with all of these damning documentation about the Biden crime family. And oh, it's so convenient he's not allowed in America because he's a criminal. Got it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so what's happening behind the scenes? They're getting prepared to shove this guy out into pasture. Read the tea leaves. This is all happening because of our work. The New York Times turning on Joe Biden, humiliating him on one of their front pages. It's seven grandkids, Mr. President. The Atlantic saying you need to resign now. You're too old and too diseased. And then Axios moments ago publishing that Joe Biden is a monster secretly behind the scene. Look at this old yeller. Biden's private fury, huh? <laughs> Every stenographer for the regime begins to turn on him. And then the DOJ, final article here, the DOJ decides that it ain't going to move forward with the sweetheart deal into Hunter Biden. They're going to now leverage that against Joe. What's really happening here? What's really happening here? They know that Joe Biden is damaged goods that he needs a arm of a king to walk through Buckingham Palace or Windsor, wherever the hell they were. 
that he cannot stand up on his own two feet and that the damage done to the Biden, Biden presidency has been too much for any regime to withstand. They're going to push the guy out. I really do believe it. Joe Biden has no campaign events. Joe Biden has spent no campaign dollars. Joe Biden isn't campaigning. Something's up. Something is up. In a moment, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be joined by Garrett Ziegler of the Marco Polo Foundation. He is a man who is chiefly responsible for the reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop. But first, ladies and gentlemen, as we break into this breaking news cycle, you've seen us on the show today gra grabbing, gathering clips, sort of sort of like producing the show live today for you. You got to remember to stay connected. You got to remember to stay connected to your fellow patriots. You got to join the Benny Brigade and you got to remember to stay online. The way that I do is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the phone company that I trust to make sure that the breaking news of this site and the breaking news of our national environment gets delivered directly to my phone no matter where we are in the country. We're going to travel a couple of times this week. Uh, we got some big stuff planned. We've been traveling to some pretty remote locations. We want to bring you more documentary content. Thanks to your support, we were able to do that. And Patriot Mobile is the backbone of the cell service that we use in order to get it done for you. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go to Patriot Mobile now. You need to go to patriotmobile.com backslash Benny. Patriotmobile.com backslash Benny. Click the link in the description. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to welcome to the show somebody who has done better reporting than any single man alive and more important reporting, I think, than any single individual in this country uh, uh, any corporate media reporter combined, a man who is uh, braver uh, than I think the whole lot of the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Axios and the Atlantic combined, a man who has revealed to us the darkest and deepest crimes of total and complete degeneracy of the Biden crime family and somebody who we owe a lot to for his work. And it's not easy work. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Garrett Ziegler of the Marco Polo Association. Garrett, thank you so very much for joining the program. Is it Ziegler? Ziegler. Am I saying it wrong? It's Ziegler, but it's Ziegler. such a... Uh an ethnic last name, German, that I give people a lot of rope. So it's okay. <laughs> as long as it's spelled right, I don't mind. By the way, for the very kind introduction, I uh, hope you've had the chance to sum through to uh, the dossier. It, yes. Um, it took a long time. And, you know, we went with a printer in Florida. We went with uh, we had to go through five different companies to get one that would do it. Four of them denied us. And these were conservative companies on paper, companies whose executives gave to Republicans, and we assured them that their name would not be on the opening pages, but they're that scared to get economically blackmailed by Joey and his cronies in the agencies. That's a side story. So I thought that you would 
like that we're supporting your state because we went with a printer in Jacksonville. Thank you, Garrett. So <laughs> you uh, – but also n- no thank you to the copy that you sent me. Can you hold that up again one more time? I was I was going to bring yeah. my copy this morning, but I've actually hidden it in my home. This is the report on the Hunter Biden laptop. You probably shouldn't open that on the show. And I didn't I, – I don't want to – I didn't want to like tempt myself to open it on the show because it is such a image into the blackened heart and depravity of the Biden family. Mm-hmm. It is such a terrifying manuscript that you have printed there. What Garrett did is he went through the laptop and really uh, showed what is uh, uh, available therein and what levels of depravity this family, this apparently kind, genteel, America-loving family uh, engaged in. Mm-hmm. This is sick behavior. It's so sick and so disgusting. I got little kids and one one of them one of them grabbed hold of it. I treated it like it was a live grenade. I like snatched it up and then hit it. Yeah, I don't want. Adult. I mean, it is bad, man. What you he sent it, me a copy. It is bad. Well, a couple things. It is for an adult readership. We did put that in the opening in the opening page. But secondly, Wendy, I think her last name's Rogers, the state representative from Arizona. I don't know her from Eve, but she's been getting some flock. The Lamestream Press in Arizona is accusing her of sharing revenge porn uh, from Hunter Biden. This is breaking news in their world. However, all she did was share a video of somebody thumbing through our report, and we redacted all the genitalia in our report. There is no genitalia. We put purple boxes over everything. And so I don't know her. I don't know how to get a hold of her, but this is a you know, free PR stint for her to say that she didn't share any genitalia. And remember, we're so corrupt that somebody would get mad at sharing these photos rather than the person willingly taking them. This isn't some creeping Tom situation where we're looking through Hunter's blinds. He did it himself. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I mean, again, it's hard to look at. It's hard to actually it, it, this. this I, I have a copy. It is a thick book. Describe to me the process of going through the laptop. What the, what did you include in the book? Um, and my God, like like did did you have to go to therapy after this? Did you have to go to a priest? Uh, Garrett, what happened? So it's funny because I just watched an interview with a man named Denver Riggleman, who's a failed politician from uh, Virginia. He was on Jim Acosta last night, and he's been hired by Hunter. Uh, Hunter's attorneys to cold to, to basically throw cold water on this report. Okay, he got a one million dollar contract from the January six scam committee to mine through all this cell data, and it turns out, and I am answering your question by going through Denver, he is now going through our report apparently and trying to find any falsified data. He's not going to find any because it took us over a year to go through it and verify it all. However, it is hilarious that that what I did for the entirety of 2022, I was basically a hermit here in my home office. I didn't leave much. I wrote this thing with uh, about a half dozen other guys. That that was the process. It wasn't just me. There was a PI, a lawyer, forensic people, and other folks who basically set up this nonprofit to do this project. We do other things as well, but it was to put out this dossier. And so the process was over a year long. We only included crimes on the device. So there are other hilarious and degenerate things in this laptop that we couldn't include because we couldn't prove a statute violation. So 
Denver was on CNN last night saying that uh, this is falsified data. I want this is another public offer to Denver, a thousand dollars for any corrections he can find. He mm. can't find they got nothing. They can't prove one single thing has been falsified. So the reason why we focused on crimes is very simple. We think that the criminal behavior is what's relevant to the country. There are a ton of hilarious, degenerate inexplicable actions that Hunter did uh, that are chronicled on his device. But things that violate statutes are what other people, non-Princelings, non-Bidens, mm. get in the pin for, get put in the pin for. So that's what we did. We found 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations by the Bidens and their associates. That's the floor, Benny. So it could be more than that, but I can absolutely prove we have two uh, pieces of evidence for each of these 459. It's insane. It's all free to read online. We released it last October. The physical copy is just because it's easier. It's, a, it's a, more of a pleasure to read, but anybody can go and check our work online. And we've sent this to everybody. Every uh, Everybody on the laptop has got the digital link to it. We send it to all of Hunter's classmates in a sort of tongue-in-cheek thing from high school. But we also send it to all of Congress. And I've met with the staff for both the House and Senate, Ron Johnson, Grassley, Comer, MTG's folks. And so the motive, Benny, is very simple. We're not paid by any political committee. We wrote a report that we thought Congress should have wrote in 2021 and 2022 when they were in the minority and they had this data because they had a copy of the laptop. This is the report that should have come out from a subcommittee. And we told them that, which is kind of mean, but true. I'd rather be honest and right than nice. So this has been a process. We've been sued by Hunter's attorney, Kevin Morris, for $60 million collectively. We're fighting that uh, lawfare in L.A. And we're the only person – we're the only people to have been sued. But we haven't been sued for defamation because they can't prove any actual malice, number one, because they're all public figures. And number two, they can't prove that anything's wrong. So – Hunter's attorney, get this, Benny, they're suing me for emotional distress. <laughs> 59-year-old male who has about $100 million. He represents Matthew McConaughey and other A-list celebrities, Kevin Morris. He's suing me for intentional infliction of emotional distress, even though I've never even been around the guy in person. So that's what they're doing. So they couldn't prove anything in this was wrong, 644 pages. They couldn't get me on the January 6th scam. And so now they're just, let's just throw a law, some lawfare at him. Hopefully that sticks. If it doesn't, I'm predicting a raid by Joey's people probably early 24 or the fall of 2023 because that's all they got. That's what they did to James O'Keefe. I know this is a monologue, so just bear with me. But I, And I appreciate letting me go into this. But basically, they got nothing. They know it's all real. Denver is basically a high-paid stripper getting on the pole right now, going on CNN and uh, and saying that it's false, even though he doesn't present any evidence. You know, in the Western world, Denver, we present evidence to back up our claims. You can't just say something. So if he's saying it's falsified, I really want to know what he thinks is falsified about this. I want to know which part of this picture – there's no genitalia – of Hunter Biden holding up black market Viagra is falsified. I want to know which ones and zeros in Denver's pea-sized brain he says is faked. So there's a lot to sort of 
carve this whale up. Uh, there's a there's a lot of blubber here. What, what, like, what, uh, what was the most degenerate crime? What's the worst crime that you found? You're the world's expert on the laptop, right? So a lot of people who report on the laptop, Miranda Devine, she's a friend of the show, she's great. But you're the world's expert. What is the most horrifying thing that you found? I'll answer the question, but really quickly, one of the things that got under their skin is that I was retained by the mother of Hunter's child as a potential expert witness. Mm. That I think that in part is what's causing Hunter to not only fall off the wagon, which is causing Joey to have him live at the White House. I have on good authority that Hunter's living at the White House right now. So I was retained as a witness by the mother of his child. She got tired of it all and settled. She's still getting paid, of course. But at the end of the day, the worst thing on the laptop is the uh, cooperation with the Chicoms. Hmm. We wrote for 70 pages the wire transfers, emails, text messages, WhatsApp messages. We have it down to the wire transfer number of the millions of dollars that the Bidens were paid by confirmed associates of the Chinese Communist Party. So whatever crocodile tears were shed by Chuck Schumer and everybody else about Russian infiltration of Donald Trump and his campaign, it doesn't even compare to the verified evidence we have. And so why does that matter to a viewer? Maybe a lot of your viewers have never heard of me before. It's probably the case. The reason why this matters and the reason why I dedicated a year over uh, to this topic is because Joey will not even bring them up today. You can't even get him to criticize what they're doing. They're robbing us blind. We're basically suffering economic rape and pillage right now. And the Chicoms did – look at their ROI. So the Chicoms paid – this is confirmed. This is not my opinion. This is not – Denver Riggleman going off. It is absolutely confirmed, and the Congress has written about this in reports. The Bidens received at least $7.8 million. That does not count the bribe that we have circumstantial evidence for from an informant, but we don't have the, the transfers yet. 7.8 from the Chicoms to the Bidens for nothing, by the way. They don't know real estate. They don't know consulting. It was pure FARA violations, pure money laundering. Then Joey gets into office. And they just get to rape us economically. Trade deficits have never been higher. So that ROI for the Chicoms is out of this world, man. They they put 7.8 down and they get <laughs> billions and trillions back in trade deficits. So that is the most egregious thing. Because Hunter was an unregistered foreign agent and because James Biden was an unregistered foreign agent, all of the millions from the Bidens should be subject to forfeiture hmm. per the Faravaya, uh, the Fara statute allows any money collected through that unregistered agency to be seized. That's exactly what happened to Paul Manafort. Although he was not convicted of Fara, they did seize his assets, uh, traced to an indictment for Fara, and he pled for another stuff. So that drives all of our work. That's why we're called Marco Polo. I'm. There was one right wing outlet that uh, said that. Marco Polo was my nom de plume, basically my alias. That's not what it is. Marco Polo is a group of people. I'm just the public face of it. The other guys don't want to get doxxed and fired. Hmm. But we called ourselves Marco Polo for a very simple reason. That Venetian explorer talked about the Orient. He was the first Westerner to go into China and write back to the West about how this 
place was. It's a fascinating place. That's what we're doing. We are writing about oriental influence and infiltration of the American political system. That's our goal. And the dolphin is just because we believe that uh, things aren't done through one man. We're not – we do things collectively. This is not – I wrote every word of this, but I could not have done this without my teammates because I have – older guys on the board who help me and counsel me through things. And, you know, we're very small now. We have a budget of around 250, but we're hoping to, you know, grow. And, and hopefully people just read the document. That's what our goal is. And to see that we haven't faked anything that there's not. And throughout this, Benny, we've put together two sites that anybody listening to this and watching this can go view all of the emails from the device bidenlaptopemails.com everybody can go download them you know themselves that that was our goal we didn't want to guard the information because there is so much genitalia in the in the laptop we wanted to release it all but do it in a responsible way so now we put up all the photos bidenlaptopmedia.com is a free site anybody can go download all of the photos and it's all there except social security numbers credit card numbers and genitalia and there's a lot of those three. And so it took my teammate months to go through and redact those items. I know it's incredible that we have to redact genitalia. But it, yeah, d d I mean, obviously, it's a deeply disturbing document. If you go through it and look at the stuff like this is a huge, big time NC-17 X-rated warning, uh, even with the redacted, it's uh, hard to look at. What would be nice to look at, Garrett, is a yes. is a future where something actually happens to the Biden other than this slap on the wrist. Now, we led into this interview with a breaking news story about the DOJ potentially walking back and a judge potentially not accepting the sweetheart plea agreement. We've been working with Republicans in Congress. Where do you think this will go? Where would you like for it to go? You've said 400. I'm sorry. Correct me on the exact number. 400 felonies. 459 violations. A lot of them are felonies, but some are misdemeanors. I have to watch every single word I say because Abby Lowell of Winston and Strawn is being paid $1,200 to watch this right now. Uh, so it's 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations by the Bidens. The lion's share is committed by the Bidens. I would say more than 300. And then his business partners, their business partners, I should say. We have Joe on six federal felonies. What are those concern? Tax evasion, didn't declare gifts, FAR violations, using non-public information for private gain. These are all laid out. By the way, Joey used not only the secret iPhone that we revealed. We actually found the number in AT&T statements over a seven-year period. But Joey also used a secret alias government-provided email. The email address was robert.l.peters at pci.gov. And we traced that domain name to a secret service agent, and we've reached out to him. He's obviously told us to F off. But so the very thing they accused Trump of doing Joey had that secret email for years and actually had his assistant's CC Hunter's business email address on calls with Poroshenko. There are you, you mentioned Miranda earlier. She had a great article in July of 2021 about this. Robert L. Peters 
at PCI.gov. totally illegal. You know why? Because those emails weren't saved per the Presidential Records Act. It's a secret government domain, PCI.gov. So, okay, so that's um, the amount of information is wild. Where do you want to see this investigation go? You have been working, you said, with Republican investigators in Congress and in the Senate. Very simply, we are putting out a letter in about 48 hours to the judge in Hunter's case. The best case scenario is that the plea deal is rejected by Judge Noreka. We're going to get about 50 signatories on this, former federal judges, former U.S. attorneys. Mm. That is the best case scenario, along with state AGs charging Hunter. Because anything at the federal level, Joey will pardon him. So let's say that Hunter's plea guilt you know, gets rejected and David Weiss grows a backbone and charges Hunter for tax evasion at the federal level. Joey will pardon him. What mm. we want, the absolute best case scenario, and we put this in the final section of our report, is state level prosecutors because Joey can't pardon those crimes. There are multiple state level. Mo That's what they're doing with Trump. They charged him in New York. Even if the president, I worked for President Trump for two years, even if the president could get back in office, he can't pardon that New York offense. So there are multiple state AGs who've gotten a copy of this physical copy, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Those are three states that we have verified crimes, not just Hunter, but his associates. For example, in Mississippi and, and uh, Jeff Landry State, we have lawyers involved in their FARA violations. Basically, they were trying to get LNG out of the uh, southern United States and ship it to China. Those lawyers are involved in FARA violations, and those have a statute of limitations sometimes of six years. And so we're even within the statute of limitations. Mm -hmm. So the bottom line up front, and I know I'm being too loquacious on these answers, we need state AGs to get serious about enforcing the law. We're not asking for selective prosecution what we're asking for is the law to be equally applied because it's not going to be equally applied at the federal level if hunter get even if hunter doesn't get the plea deal joey will pardon him because joey's a crook and hunter will not get accountability at the federal level what we need is state level ags to simply enforce their laws what laws do they need to enforce very simple lobbying violations money laundering those two felonies can cover years of conduct hmm. uh based on what you just revealed to us that you believe that hunter biden is living inside of the white house do you yes. also believe that might have been his bag of cocaine let's put it this way i think that number one it wasn't in the library we were the only group to go through the radio site in D.C. downloaded all the MP3s, put them together and uh, made the volume higher and listened to all uh, seven minutes of it. It took us hours to do this. But the tool that the hazmat folks were using was a tool called Gemini produced uh, by a technical company out of Massachusetts. Long story short, their library is what they call their cache of substances basically it tells the agent what it is right so they said we got cocaine hydrochlor they were talking about the library within the device so now we know that's in a place where hunter could have came in the white house 
because I've been there many times. It's the West Executive Avenue of the West Wing. So it's the lower floor. They know who did it because there is a camera in that foyer. So all you got to do is watch the camera, see the last person to put their hand in that cubby, and you got the you got the uh, the verdict. I don't know if it was Hunter. What I do know is that KG KJP the uh, the the press secretary who looks like she has a mop on her head, she said that it could have been one of the VPs peoples saying that, oh, that's where the VP's car comes in. First of all, that's right. It is where the VP's car comes in. Secondly, <laughs> that could be Joey's folks throwing Kamala's folks under the, t- uh, you know, uh, throwing them under the table. So I don't know if it's Hunter's. It certainly could be his. Uh, Andrew Bates, the scumbag deputy press secretary, he didn't answer the question. He said, I can't answer that question because it would be violating the Hatch Act. So ridiculous. First of all, the Hatch Act is one of the stupidest statutes in the on the books. I worked for Peter Navarro. They said Peter Navarro violated the Hatch Act. I think political appointees should be exempt. I think it should be. I think it should be. You know, like apply to career people. But nevertheless, they didn't deny that it could have been Hunter, the White House. They haven't denied it. They lied uh, about Hunter being at the White House because the report says that Hunter was at the White House yes, on Friday. Crack the private plane of the guy who's suing us, Kevin Morris, the, and anybody can do it. His tail number is BP 311. Uh, that plane has not been moving very much. And so it stands to reason. And that's what, that's what Hunter goes on. It stands to reason that Hunter's just hanging out. I bet he's in Rehoboth right now. Cause that's where Joey was just at. He's probably hanging out at Rehoboth till Thursday when Joey gets back from Europe. Uh, and they, he probably didn't want to take him to Europe just for optics reasons. And plus, he shouldn't leave the country. His passport should have been seized. In fact, we have it on good authority that Hunter's passport was seized in that sealed document that they submitted uh, the summons. Usually in summons, you know how it works in federal court is you got to give up your passport. So we have a confirmed criminal son, first son in the United States, who's probably living at the White House. And we have a com- we have a country at the federal level. I don't want to get people's uh, I don't want to give out black pills. There is so much to be hopeful about. Hmm. What where that hope resides in my mind, Benny, and this goes to your question, is we cannot rely on the federal government to effectuate justice. We have to go to the state AGs. There were so many opportunities. Hunter's financial advisor lived in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, one of his attorneys lived in. Um, in Mississippi, they did a lot of business in in the state of Louisiana. So there are multiple opportunities to get justice here. Will it be full justice? No. But that wasn't our goal with the dossier. Our goal with the dossier was to put together a document that will stand true in 50 years and where no left-wing debunker, no matter how many singles Kevin Morris shills out to Denver Riggleman, he will not be able to prove that one single thing is wrong in the document. Garrett, you have done a incredible work for the American Republic. This, Thank you very this much. Will stand, I mean, this will stand up to the test of time. Ladies and gentlemen, check out his work at marcopolo.org. Uh, MarcoPoloUSA.org. MarcoPoloUSA.org. You can see yes, here on screen. Um, and you can also see their Twitter see. account. Their Twitter account uh, here on screen. You can follow uh, Marco Polo. 
on Twitter. Uh, you got 121,000 followers. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, some of the most important work being done in this country, some of the most important journalism being done in this country, journalism that should have been done by the New York Times or the corporate press. That's their job and obligation, but it falls to people like Garrett, and we say thank you, sir. Thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's a big, big platform. Thank you. Godspeed, Garrett, to the people who are actually seeking truth in this nation, to the people that are actually seeking righteousness in this nation, to the people that are looking for what is truly happening here. Because there, psyops abound. Trust me, psyops about you. You are not going to you're not you're not prepared for the one I have for you. We just talked about it with Garrett. Uh, I, I, it is it is. I'd like to say it's beyond belief, but it's not actually cringe. Jean Pierre at the White House. We just want to follow up because we've done two shows on the cocaine at the White House. Cringe Jean Pierre at the White House lying once more. She lied about where the cocaine was found. And then she's lying about the existence of Hunter Biden, Jill Biden, and the first family at the White House the day of the cocaine being found. This is your cringe of the day. Here you go. (laughs) And can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So, (laughs) okay. I, I hear you, but you're asking me a question, so I'm answering it for you. Um, and so that's why he said the Hatch Act. So I would, I would, you know, have you read the transcript and read the transcript fully so you can see exactly what he was trying to say. So that's number one. So we're not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question, litigated this question for the last two days exhaustively. Um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And uh, and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again, as I was being asked a question, as you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. Uh, okay. So they weren't here any of the days. That's what KJP says. She, she screams it and lectures and scolds it. Let's go ahead and check the pool report. Now, as somebody who's asked questions during White House briefing, there's somebody who's been at the White House as a journalist and a reporter, somebody who's interviewed the president in the Oval Office before the pool report is important because the pool report is effectively a TikTok. It's not supposed to be any opinion at all. It's supposed to be the one reporter gets assigned pool duty and their job is to observe what is happening. That pool reporter gets to go on secret trips and gets to effectively follow the first family and the president anywhere they go. There's a pool reporter available at all times, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if the president is doing anything. A good example of this would be like when there's a secret trip to go visit the troops on Thanksgiving in Iraq. There's a pool reporter that joins the president. It's like they, they, they don't let the president go without a pool reporter in order to report on the TikTok of the day. So if you're looking for, if you're looking for the most solid reporting on where the first family actually is, you got to look at the pool report. What exactly did that say here? 
Uh, let's go in and check in with Stephen Nelson, who is a reporter for the New York Post. Fact check. Press secretary said it was irresponsible reporting on the White House cocaine because the Biden family were not there on Friday. Hunter Biden was at the White House on Friday, according to the pool report compiled by the Politico writer, Eugene Daniels. Poolers saw Jill Biden, baby Bo, and Hunter Biden climb into the presidential SUV. President Biden followed a few minutes later, motorcade rolling to Fort McNair at 634. Liar! They're lying. Now James Comer is investigating the crack at the White House. Check it out. The timeline that Corrine Jean-Pierre gave may be a bit off. The pool note from that day says that the president and his family were actually at the White House on Friday. Quote, according to the Friday, June 30th pool report, Biden gave remarks in the Roosevelt Room that afternoon and didn't depart for the White House for Camp David until 6.34 p.m., along with First Lady Jill Biden, Hunter Biden, and Hunter's son, Bo Biden. The substance, which was later found out to be cocaine, was located Sunday and did prompt a brief evacuation of the White House. It was discovered during sweep near the VIP entrance of the West Wing, so not just anybody can get in there. Congressman James Comer, leading up the Republican-led House Oversight Committee, wrote to the director of the Secret Service yesterday, quote, this incident has raised additional concerns with the committee regarding the level of security maintained at the White House. In order to assist the committee with its investigation, please provide a staff-level briefing on this matter by July 14th of this year. We will stay on the story. Trust me. We love this story. This is an important story. They are not going to be able to get away with this one. Who brought the cocaine into the White House? Well, there's cameras everywhere. They've been able to hunt down the little grannies who waved a little 25-cent flag on January 6th. Those grannies have a Nokia phone. They don't even have smartphones. Nokia phone, high score on Snake. Don't even have internet on their phones. And they were able to hunt down every single one of those little grannies. And they can't find the person who left the dime bag of illegal substance at the White House. Got it. They're lying to you. They're lying to you. They do not like the sound of these questions, but they should like the sound of freedom, which is the number one movie in America right now. Smashing success projected over $40 million on opening week. Wow. Angel Studios announced on Sunday that its smash hit movie Sound of Freedom is projected to earn $18 million in its opening weekend. Estimates additionally predicting that we'll have a $40 million haul at the box office and it has a 99% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. This, of course, is the sex trafficking uh, blockbuster. Um, you have Jim Caviezel starring in this incredible film. You should go see it. I uh, look forward to seeing it myself. We had a uh, slam-packed weekend. Um, and I also have two little kids, and I'm not going to take them to this movie. I'm not going to, like, this is a, a monster of a movie about child sex trafficking. So I'm going to keep it away from my kiddos' eyeballs. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is an important time for our country. It's an important time for our country. It's, it's a time of choosing. It's a time where we get to choose. who Who are we led by? Who do we wish to be as a people? Because our leaders are just one man. Our leaders are reflective of a greater overall movement. It's a greater overall vibe of this nation. So who are we? That's a real question. I'll leave you once again with this clip of two men, two presidents at the exact same time in two different states, 
thousands of miles away, and I ask you a question. Who's the president? So, oh, we got oh. the man. And as you might expect for International Fight Week, a lot of people are in the building, uh, but no one needs more security than the former president of the United States, obviously a really good friend of Dana White. Who do we want to be? Who are we as a nation? That is the question that we must wrestle with. And in order to find the answer to that question, we must look at something far beyond ourselves. This is why we end every single show with a Bible verse, ladies and gentlemen. This verse coming from Acts 3, 6. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What are they saying? Peter is saying, hey, man, I don't have these earthly possessions, okay? What I have is Christ. What I have is the truth in Christ Jesus. You know, you, you, I, I don't, I'm not a wealthy man because none of this stuff matters. What matters ultimately is our victory in Christ. And that is the power with which I walk and you walk every single day. And we walk as a movement forward, knowing that we can have justice in this life or in the next. God will judge. We don't need Merrick Garland. God will judge, okay? The best we can ask for is to fight for truth in this lifetime. And it's almost promised to us that we will not get justice, not in this life. Will we get victory? Who knows? We'll have victory in the end. The victory is ours. March forward, Christian soldier, keep marching. I'm marching right alongside with you. It's your boy, Benny. This has been The Benny Show. See ya.